Welcome to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up with Colleen Biggs and Dee Daniels. Are you ready to lead without permission and take the steps needed to live your best life? Whether you want to start the business of your dreams or celebrate your present and future accomplishments, you're definitely in the right place. Now, here are your hosts, Colleen and Dee. Hello there, and welcome to Lead Up for Women, Speak Up to Lead Up. I'm your host, Colleen Biggs, and I am with my co-host, Dee Daniels. And I am Dee Daniels. Hi, everybody. How are you? It's such a great day today. We are so excited. We just finished doing our luncheon, and we just finished it this last week. We were preparing for our luncheon in Atlanta, Georgia, coming up. I can't tell you enough about how awesome that luncheon was that we had on Thursday, April 25th at the Courtyard Marriott at Salt River Fields. Oh, it was amazing. There were so many women there, absolutely. It was great. I love the energy that we had in the room and the the conversations that were challenged. There was uncomfortable conversations that were challenged that really led us down a path of the mission and why we're out there doing what we're doing, which is what Lead Up For Women stands for, which is about empowering women to just be able to be themselves fully and lean into who they are to negotiate for their seat at that table. Absolutely. And we had some powerful women there. We did. And and they, well, actually, they got a chance to to meet most of them uh, the previous week. uh, Right. On the radio show. Yeah. 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 So on the on the radio show, we have had um, Ashley Austin on there. We've had Vanessa Siren on there. We've had Deborah Bateman. We've had Janice Jackson, and then we also had Audrey Monell. Uh, and she she wasn't uh, she was our panelist, and we didn't right. interview her on the radio because she had actually been on Voice America like just a couple weeks before. She had, I, yeah. I, uh, yeah. We talked yeah. to Ashley. Um, uh, very interesting story. A mm-hmm. woman uh, in the. Um, uh, Heating and air conditioning. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, HVAC. Uh, so, yeah, very interesting. Her we father had... was the president, and then yeah. now she's the president. And you can imagine coming into a male-dominated industry like that, mm-hmm. how tough that can be. It so. was. And then you think about the diverse group of women uh, that presented. Mm-hmm. You know, you had um, uh, Audrey from uh, that area. Then we had mm-hmm. also um, uh, Ashley yeah. Austin, who... Uh, was the marketing manager with the, uh, Sons, yeah. Yeah, with the NBA. So mm-hmm. it was a, a very diverse group of women, and I think you could get a broad spectrum from that. So it was yeah. super exciting. Yeah. So we're going to talk uh, to some of those ladies uh, in the next segment, but I wanted to be able to get to our guest that we have with us today in the studio, which is Ashley Miller. So Ashley Miller, welcome to our show today. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I, I was reading over your bio, and Ashley, you are an artist in yeah. the makeup in the makeup area or field or space. Mm-hmm. And I, I read from your bio, when you raise the bar for others, you in turn are raising the bar for yourself. You want to tell me a little bit about yeah, what that absolutely. means to you? So I um, am very much a part of this world where inspire, educate, and empower Mm-hmm. All those around us, and especially women coming from a male-dominated um, industry, because I was in real estate for a very long time. But I always had a side business for the past, oh my gosh, 
17 years um, doing makeup and it was such a it was a passion for me like Mm -hmm. being able to help a woman see something they've never seen before and transform them that was amazing when they look in the mirror for the first time after you recreate them and the Mm -hmm. tears that come and it was incredible and for myself like when I said raise the bar for others and turn raise the bar for yourself Mm -hmm. it's really you have to be able to fill other people's cups and when I fill other people's cups it fills my cup as well So being in um, not just makeup artistry, Mm -hmm. because I do a lot of things. I speak at women's events. Um, Mm -hmm. I just recently spoke at the fitness and yoga three-day event about judgment detox, Um, educating women how we really need to stop judging each other and why we judge each other. And it was that was an incredible event. Um, I spoke for an hour, and I I had so much more to say. Sure. It was amazing. But coming from a space 17 years ago where I just did makeup as fun, Mm-hmm. to where I brought my business today is pretty powerful and incredible. Thank you for sharing that. Tell us a little bit more about what your typical day looks like or, or what it is that you enjoy doing in that, in that industry and in okay. that field for you and where, where, where you're looking to, what's your vision? Yeah. where you take this well a typical day has changed so I've listened yeah. to a lot of podcasts and you always hear these women where they said I quit my six-figure job to follow my passion <laughs> well I quit my six-figure job four weeks ago actually to yeah. follow my passion and you people that thought that I was thing. crazy yeah. wow. and I might be a little bit crazy but my sure, typical yeah. day now really consists of I have three little boys so you know, obviously taking them to school, yeah. but when they're at school, it's doing things such as this, going on podcasts. Yeah. Um, I just launched a shopping app where people can go on and search different um, outfits. And mm-hmm. a lot of women have a challenge of putting together kind of what outfits go together. So I've recreated that for them where they can oh, go wow. on, pick an outfit, and I've got the shoes, the sunglasses, the earrings, all of it to match. I need that. <laughs> um, you know, and I have the website where, yeah. so I own a bridal boutique and salon in Old Town Scottsdale. Okay. And we have about 15 girls that work for us, so we go out and we do weddings all around the valley. We also travel to California, Northern Arizona, all around. So that's pretty awesome, mm-hmm. managing all those girls and the salon and weddings. And yeah. so my, there's no typical day. Right. Which, that's what I love. Yeah. Nothing is mundane. It's different every single day. But my mission every single day is to find a way to, again, inspire women, educate them, and empower them to be the best version of themselves. And why? what is your why behind that? What, what is the um, reason? You, you said you came from a male-dominated industry. What yeah. was that like? I think my why started to to long point? before that. I think my why started um, from the way that I was raised, the way that I grew mm-hmm. up. And um, it just kind of... it. The trajectory of it from that point where I was not really raised in a traditional house, I wasn't raised by a traditional mom, mm-hmm. like it was very different. So I mm-hmm. thought, how can I help other women really find themselves? Because we don't, as parents, I don't have girls, but as parents, we don't necessarily teach our young girls how to have that confidence, how to be powerful, mm-hmm. how to truly just be that type of woman mm-hmm. and not worry about the men like the man's world or yeah yeah yes and it it is different to to be with other women equally and not try and be in competition just be strong at what you're doing and we don't get taught that we get taught to have kids get married and um i was in a relationship for a very long time where i was very submissive and dominated and when i left that in 2015 i thought you know what I'm going to redefine myself and I am going to teach other women who have felt stuck or trapped how to, I hate to use the word escape, mm-hmm. but really it leave is. a abusive relationship and find themselves again. Right. And I, it took me a long time to find myself, but once I did, I was like, holy cow, I need to show other women how to do this because nobody showed me. 
I think um, that's what I found kind of exciting about uh, when you and I first initially had a conversation, you shared with me um, that passion you had for working with other women and helping them to reinvent themselves. I also found it intriguing about the app uh, that you created because Mm -hmm. I'm always um, an advocate for women uh, in technology. That's something that I've pursued Mm -hmm. my entire career in terms of trying to make sure more women uh, had a sense of understanding the importance of business as it relates to technology mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. just utilizing Facebook and Twitter uh, and Instagram, you know, for that personal, but think of it in terms of how to uh, be a part of the startup world and creating those type of opportunities. So I was really uh, fascinated by that. So what was that um, catalyst to make you think, oh, my gosh, I'm going to create an app? I mean, because a lot of people say well, that and they never. So I didn't actually through. I didn't create the app. The app was created. I created okay. a store okay, on the, the store. App. Yeah, a store okay. on the app. So I'm not giving myself credit for that. Okay. However, I do give myself credit for spending a lot of time researching technology because that is the way our society is mm. going. Yes. Um, AI, artificial intelligence, intelligence, um, systems of intelligence. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you don't educate yourself. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. there's no way you're going to be able to keep up. So I just, I spent hours after the kids went to bed researching, watching YouTube videos mm-hmm. to the point where I was so knowledgeable that women were reaching out to me. And then I started teaching yeah. other women who were entrepreneurs how, how to, to actually start up and start their business. Because yeah. in your field, I mean, honestly, even in, in the fashion industry and the makeup industry, mm-hmm. uh, knowing a little bit about it as I do, there's different applications where you can just scan and and they're not always accurate, but at mm-hmm. least they have gotten technology to, to the point that as a stylist, it helps you to figure out skin tones and different things right. for makeup. Or you can just try a whole new look and change your hair and yeah. uh, Modiface, which was one of the first companies. Oh, yes, I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah. <laughs> Modiface was one of the first companies that created a platform like that uh, for women within that space of, of fashion. So I thought that part of what you do was, you know, it's pretty exciting to see somebody in that particular space and looking at it, you know, more broader with the stroke um, um, as it relates to beauty. And that's pretty cool that you guys also have the boutique. Is, yeah. is it a, uh, when you say a bridal boutique, do you have bridal clothing? Can you go in and get a wedding dress or? No, just or hair, just makeup, hair makeup, extensions. Okay, yeah, we have a, a salon and then next door we have the boutique and the boutique is more for like trial runs or they can rent out the room. So let's oh, say wow. they don't want to rent out a hotel room. Mm-hmm. They can rent out our salon. For and space. Our team will come in there. We'll have mimosas and food and oh, wow. yeah, they can get ready right there. That's awesome. Yeah, it's super fun. I I want to I want you to share go ahead and share with the guests a little bit more on that uh, on that platform about how they can get in touch with you. So yes. if a woman yeah, wanted to absolutely. get in touch with you for getting their hair done or or those events, how would they? What is your phone number? What is your website? How, yeah. how would they reach you? So the best way um, to get in touch would be I mean my phone number if you want yeah. me to do it. So it's six zero two three two seven one seven. Three one. Mm-hmm. I love text messaging. Yeah. I do not like voicemails. I do not check them. I'm totally guilty. Um, but Instagram, it's Ashley A S H L E E Miller M I L L E R A Z. And when you go to Ashley Miller A Z on Instagram, mm-hmm. you can go to my bio and there's a link, and it'll link to everything I do. Okay, great. Bridal boutique, great. Uh, my whole gamut, YouTube, all right. of it. It's kind of like awesome. a one-stop shop. Good. So. 
Thank you. Yeah, I, I wanted you to make sure you got that out right. so that you could share with all the ladies listening because I know I'm intrigued by it and I'm like, hmm, wait, what do you do? And <laughs> yeah. am I, I going to have tears in my, am I going to have tears in my eyes when I uh, finally let someone do my makeup that knows what they're doing? Because <laughs> that's just really not, you know, it's it's just nothing that I've really spent a lot of time on. Yeah. Um, so if I didn't have to put makeup on at all, I would be much happier. Oh. I, I wanted to get back to something you said that I know we, we talk a lot about lead, uh, lead without permission. Mm-hmm. And it really struck a chord with me when you said you were submit, a submissive and dominated in a relationship you were in. And the reason why I wanted to bring that back is I was raised by a very abusive father mm-hmm. and have been in abusive relationships. And I know what it takes. But, but I, I want you to be able to share with the listeners and the women that are listening today how were you able to figure out how how to lead without you you were waiting for permission all that time as being yeah. a submissive what was it that triggered for you to realize this life isn't for me but what gave you the strength to get out um I remember a conversation on my patio with my sister and I said how the hell am I going to get out of this and she goes yeah. hide your money in your mattress and I said okay I literally hid money for three years until I had enough money to leave. And one day I packed up my stuff and the three little boys and I moved out into a little tiny apartment. Wow. Just the three of us. It was on the third story, no elevator, keep in mind, Mm. in two bedroom, thousand square feet. And from there, I just thought, I've just got to figure this out. I didn't have a job. I mean, I I was doing makeup, but you know, that's not consistent in Arizona. (laughs) Um, And I did it. And there were some really, really hard points. Believe me, there are moments of... Oh, I've, I've dark, been a single dark, mother. Dark. I, I know yeah. what that's like. That and is hard. I realized that once I started sharing my story with other people, uh-huh. I wasn't alone. You, no. No. And no that way. was it. No. When I started sharing, realized I wasn't alone, I wanted yeah. to continue to share. And that's mm-hmm. why I am now doing a ton on social media and sharing mm-hmm. my story and helping other women redefine themselves and share their stories as well. Wow. You need to continue sharing that story. Definitely. Because it, I can tell you from personal experience that it's the community of women around you and the community of anybody around you that can be there to support you through that is what gets you through that and for every woman that's listening who may be in a similar situation just remember there's always the out and there's always Always. another sighting you will always get through it but you have to get others in a community to assist you Please don't ever try and do that alone. You, yeah. You've got to have people to, to assist you through that. Yeah, wow, that absolutely. was. I really appreciate you sharing that with us. That's very, so, very powerful. Very, yeah. And we're going to, I'll probably have Ryan maybe try to pull up some resources for us in case some woman yeah. out there does. Um, you know, she needs to have someone she can call. So we'll pull up some resources and repeat that number down uh, a little bit later. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, um, I, I really I really appreciate you joining us today and opening up and being vulnerable. So if you could just Ashley, you're absolutely beautiful. Thank Your you. makeup looks gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you. So I know you guys will be able to see her on the video. She's um wonderful, a great mother from what I hear. You. Like you're balancing everything that you could possibly balance. It's just <laughs> right. all about personal no balance. Right? Yeah. <laughs> just so sometimes you just have to take those risks and, and get out there and if you'll just share with uh, with with them again how they would get in contact with you and we will um, show that information to our listeners yeah absolutely so again um, I think the easiest way if they go to my website it's Ashley mm-hmm. again A-S-H-L-E-E Miller dot co okay not dot com yep dot, dot co. co 
That has everything. My Great. email address, my phone number, all of my resources nice. that I have. Um, and I think that's amazing that you guys are going to share some resources because yeah. I didn't yeah. know back then what I know now. And yeah. I wish somebody would have told me. Well, I, I appreciate I appreciate yeah. you being vulnerable with us. We appreciate that. And so thank you so Absolutely. much, Ashley. Thank but you, we will Ashley. be back right after this break. We are going to be talking with three lovely ladies that attended the April 25th luncheon for Lead Up for Women in Scottsdale, Arizona. We'll talk to you guys soon. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you could do anything you wanted for work, what would that be? Do you feel that you are tapping into your greatest potential as a leader in business? What are you waiting for? Lead Up For Women is the perfect organization for you to meet other women that are either at the same crossroads and understand your struggles, or they have paved the way for you to move past those hurdles quickly. Lead Up For Women provides the platform for women to connect, influence, and lead. The world needs you to be the most confident you because you just might be the one that changes the world and you don't even know it yet. Remember, there is only one you that has ever been, and there is only one you that will ever be. So be you and be strong. Join us today at leadupforwomen.com. Are you a game changer in disguise? Are you tired of waking up every day saying, they soar like eagles and I'm stuck in the nest? Well, wonder no more. It's time to soar. Of the world's millionaires, billionaires, and game changers, almost all started with at least one unique idea. Join Crystal for a controversial look at triumphs, tragedies, tools, and secrets for living a fun, financially free life with her successful guests. Listen to Soaring with Eagles, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment and get ready to soar. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at leadupforwomen.com. Now, back to this week's show. All right, listeners, we are back from our break. Thank you for joining us on Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up. Uh, Again, I am your host, Colleen Biggs, and I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, D Daniels. Oh, you are so kind. <laughs> yes, this is D. All right. Well, we are so lucky today to be able to speak with a couple of the ladies that had joined the April 25th luncheon that we had in Scottsdale, Arizona. Such a wonderful, powerful day. And Elizabeth Norris is joining us um, from the luncheon. And she's with BGI Construction. She's actually the owner of BGI Construction. Her and her husband own that. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth, welcome. Thank you. So I'm... great to have you here. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So maybe I'll just start out with, why don't you tell me a little bit about you and your company and and your husband, and let's start there, and then we'll get into what you thought about the luncheon. Okay, I I can do that. Um, Why don't I kind of go back to how I actually got into the construction industry? I'm not 
your typical woman that would you would think that would be in the industry uh, and neither did my he did not think so either because he <laughs> absolutely discouraged me from doing this my background is in corporate America and so I was tapped for a VP position but decided when we got married, I wanted to do something as a team, right. you know, and build something together. I was making money for corporate America. Mm-hmm. I felt like, why can't I make money? And we do this together. Mm-hmm. Right. So my husband uh, is a devel- was a developer at that time, and he already had a company. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, they decided to dissolve the company, which mm-hmm. a lot of people did. In 2007, 2008, yeah, yes. we know the market, yeah. the bubble yeah. burst. Yeah. <laughs> and tumbling down in 2009. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and we started our company in 2007. Ooh, oh, tough time. So, right. Oh. And so one day he kept coming home and saying, um, you know, I think maybe we should sell the house and close up the business and go move to another city. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was already thinking, in my head, wait a minute, I don't like what I'm doing right now and I want to do something different. Mm -hmm. So I dropped little pearls to see, you know, how if he was going to be receptive to it and he just wasn't. So uh, in 2007, we started uh, BGI Construction. Mm -hmm. At that time, I was working in corporate America. I decided, I told him, I said, look, if we don't do this together, I'm going to do something on my own. Right. And if I do it on my own, and if I do it on my own, I might not still be here. (laughs) (laughs) So so, I really kind of forced his hand, you know, essentially. So it just so happened his assistant quit. A lot of people were leaving. Mm -hmm. And I told him, you know, when he said, let's just close up shop, I said, absolutely not. You've built a reputation. Mm -hmm. Um, If we can get through this downturn in the industry, we'll Mm -hmm. be able, we'll be one of the last men standing when at the end of it. And so I came in as a receptionist because I would call the office and nobody was answering. I said, I'm just going to come in. He discouraged me from getting into the business. That was my little in to get in. Right, the receptionist. Right, the receptionist. You need a receptionist, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) So, and I was way overqualified to be a receptionist, but I was willing to do, learn the business from the ground up. Exactly. And that's what I did. I came in looked at all the files, reorganized, and uh, just uh, changed our business model Mm. uh, uh, from development to uh, construction management, which is our most lucrative uh, Mm -hmm. business unit to this day. Um, So that's essentially what I did. And fast forward, of course, there's been ups and downs. And, you know, I've learned a lot being an entrepreneur and taking over kind of the operations of the business. Um, You know, cash flow is always a big issue and getting over those humps and getting I, I was so good at getting new business. Mm-hmm. The problem was then, how am I going to fund? How am I going to pay all the people that I have to hire to then go out and do it and then wait for to be wait to yes. be paid? Right. Yep. And so there's a cash flow gap mm. there. It's a good problem. To yeah, have. it's a good problem Very to good have. Problem but do you know, that's probably the number one reason why small businesses yes, fail. Absolutely. They grow too fast mm-hmm. or they're just not growing 
enough, yeah. you right, know, to right. have any cash yeah. flow. So. Right. Or you have to be able to sustain that money from somebody willing to back you. And then that becomes, you know, another sure, question. Sure. Yeah. And of course, they're going to charge interest. And, right. You know, there, there, there are other options out there that mm-hmm. charge interest. And mm-hmm. a lot of times that's where your profit is. Construction has a very small profit margin. Mm-hmm. And so it's uh, really important uh, that you're able to get all your money out of a out of a project because so often you know you may lose and 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 it's very easy construction is one of the highest risk businesses mm-hmm. in addition like mm-hmm. owning a restaurant yeah i yes. think it's like one and two you wow. know wow i didn't even realize that mm-hmm. wow what uh, construction you talked a lot about vision uh, through, you said you had a vision of what it is with that you wanted to do, mm-hmm. and that was why you approached your husband with that. And then again, you talked about that through uh, growing the business. Mm-hmm. When you talk about vision, is that something that just comes to you, that, that you either know your abilities and your perseverance and you know that you can just push through. I talk a lot about having energy that you throw out into the universe. And if you have a vision, just like the way I speak about at the luncheon about having a vision for lead up for women, I can see a world where women are all confident and, and feel good about themselves and will negotiate for their needs and their wants, just like you did. Tell me a little bit more about your vision, how, how that works for you. Colleen, that's a really good question. And um, the way that I, my confidence was built through my wins, mm. through my accomplishments. And that happened uh, throughout my whole career, right. my business and working career. Mm-hmm. Every little, and one of the things my husband taught me, and I'm gonna segue, uh, off of this for a moment. But one of the things my husband taught me is to always celebrate the small victories. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't go through my career like just doing it and not celebrating my wins. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to celebrate your wins so then you feel it, you're living in that moment mm-hmm. and uh, it gives you that extra boost and that confidence to move forward. Right. So I, my wins, the things that I did very well, my strengths, mm-hmm. um, and working in all the positions that I've worked and every I've worked I've built businesses from the ground up mm-hmm. in the past, mm-hmm. started new businesses. And so as a result of that, I've worked in every single aspect of a business. So mm-hmm. I went into this with complete confidence. Knowing, yeah. knowing yeah. because all my wins in the past, I excelled or did very well mm-hmm. at what I did. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe somebody else might have a different opinion about that. But as far as I was concerned, I did. I did and, and I had, you know, there were accolades along the way that mm-hmm. I received, you know, right. from peers and, and mm-hmm. corporations and things like that, that right. uh, supported that notion right. as well. Right. Um, so it didn't come. I'm not saying I just, you know, felt that way. But well, no, that's true, though. But, you know, that's the thing. You have to own it. I think we all have to right. own it. You can't be successful successful and not know that you I, I this is a saying I have is I know what I know and that's all I know mm-hmm. and and you know the things that you know right and so I think there's nothing wrong with that I think we have to like you say celebrate that I like what he said about 
celebrate the small things because we all it takes us time to grow you know you get to learn like you didn't know anything about that business but you went in there but you also already had skills that you brought to the table from what you'd done previously Mm -hmm. and you were able to have a vision that he in no way could have ever had so you brought something entirely different to the table he was smart enough even being resistant to accept it and look at what it did you know it benefited both of you but you know it is it's always challenging and i this is one question i always like to to ask entrepreneurs because i know from you know different um uh, things that i've done in life and i ask this because it's always pretty profound to me is say you know what is it that keeps you up at night Mm-hmm. When you think about your business, <laughs> and I, I have to ask it because I—it's something somebody asked me, and I always ask. What is it that keeps you up at night that that you think about as it relates to your business, the team, and uh, the company, and you know, and the responsibility? Because when you own a business, you have a sense of responsibility to other people. Absolutely. And so there are always those little things that make you think at night. Oh gosh, you know. So what is it with you? I mean, I know what, you know, other yeah. people said, but what is it that keeps you up at night sometimes? Well, for me, and it's different cycles. Mm-hmm. It depends on where you are in right. the cycle of your business. If you're in the beginning, you know, upstart of your business or if you're uh have you're leveling off or right. if you're going down, you know, I think Honestly, depending on which cycle you're in, you're going right. to have different concerns and True. issues. I know for me, when I was in the building mode, yes. um, it was, am I going to be able to play my employees exactly. this Friday? You know, exactly. um, because I had payroll every Friday. Every so Friday. what kept me up was, am I going to get that check-in that I need or am I going to have to go into my savings and, right. you know, support that? And then am I going to deplete my savings, mm-hmm. which I did. <laughs> I had ended up having to do. And that's, right. you know, part of being an entrepreneur is. is that you have to take that risk upon right. yourself. Yeah. And uh, uh, some people just aren't made out. They, they need to get that check every week. Yes. Um, but you have to believe in yourself mm-hmm. and believe in your abilities and know that this too shall pass. Yes. And, uh, you know, if you can just get through this and be mm-hmm. creative, you know, a lot yeah. of times I had to be creative. I had right. to go in and talk to our our uh, partners and mm-hmm. say, look, this is where I'm at, yeah. you know, financially. Right. And, you know, I need your help. Right. I yeah. need for you to if help you me. Yeah. Yes, we're good. We have all this business. Mm-hmm. But if you can just help us by paying us sooner than when you would normally pay, yeah. mm-hmm. like a quick pay. Right. That type of thing. So right. those that was the number one thing. Now, you know, as we have built our business and right. we are sustaining our, obviously sustainability is one of them. Building your pipeline is another. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, um, in the uh, sustainability mode, it is making sure you have a good team, mm-hmm. that you're surrounding yourself with people that are good at what they do and excel better than you because that yeah. is what makes you great. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up because you were just in a room last week with women at the Scottsdale Luncheon mm-hmm. and I wanted to ask you just a couple of questions while we have some time left before we go to break. What what did we we talked a lot about taking charge of your career and choosing a career that lights you up and not breaks you down and not settling. There were some really good conversations in the room and if you could choose one thing that you pulled from that day in that luncheon, what was it? Um 
I would say that we are all in this together. And this is about helping each other mm-hmm. and supporting one of one another. I think one of the conversation one of the conversations that you mentioned earlier in the show, uh, you know, there were some questions that kind of challenged uh, what you know the purpose. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, I think what's what I got out of this is that we don't have to justify as women in yeah. particular who we are and what we're doing and our power and to stay in that truth and to uh, you know stay in our power but to also uh, be clear about our power and how we use that power and also you know there's men you know we need the men in our life and we talked about how we have to do this all together. Right. Uh, but for me, I think it's about women coming together, sharing their stories, yes. and having another ear that can understand, maybe have been through it, and can help mm-hmm. you know other people get through some of the issues and concerns and uh, things that they're going through as well. I'm glad you brought that up because you talked about community and having mm-hmm. women and what was your feeling in the room when you wonderful, sat in Wonderful, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. It was very positive. It was energetic. It was a dynamic uh, panel uh, that gave great comments. And uh, the, uh, the group of women that came mm-hmm. together asked fabulous questions and challenging questions mm-hmm. that <laughs> I think is, is important that we have these discussions and conversations yeah. and find you know that middle ground where everybody you know is in that feel good place you know so i i thought it was a fantastic uh event and i would definitely attend more Mm -hmm. in the future and i look forward to it we were glad you're there i i when you just said there were different opinions in the room Mm -hmm. i know that there's different perspectives and everyone looks at empowering women from um a different they're looking through a different looking glass Mm -hmm. it depends on which industry you're in if you're really struggling in a male-dominated industry Mm -hmm. what what women empowerment looks like to you is so different than someone who is maybe working for or the the ashley we talked with earlier absolutely her, her world is going to look way different um, in her world of doing artistry and having a boutique and makeup mm-hmm. versus when she was in the real estate industry. Absolutely. They're night and day. Yes. So looking right. through the, that glass, it's just going to be different. Mm-hmm. And we need to understand that it's not that every woman agrees or that we are trying to, to force the hand for mm-hmm. it. It's just about loving and caring about everyone and not being in competition and bringing women along with right. you because you have the confidence and the strength and maybe she doesn't absolutely it's, it's about being supportive exactly yeah, support. that's all it is, yes. is support and no matter what yeah. you do you mm-hmm. have to be able to support that person based on yeah. their needs and not your own expectations well i can't thank you enough elizabeth it was so great that you were there thank you yes. for joining us thank we really you. appreciate that and now we are going to head to break and when we get back we are going to be speaking with Catherine and Martha, and they are also going to share with us their experience at the Arizona Luncheon. We'll talk to you in a minute. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
If you could do anything you wanted for work, what would that be? Do you feel that you are tapping into your greatest potential as a leader in business? What are you waiting for? Lead Up For Women is the perfect organization for you to meet other women that are either at the same crossroads and understand your struggles, or they have paved the way for you to move past those hurdles quickly. Lead Up For Women provides the platform for women to connect, influence, and lead. The world needs you to be the most confident you because you just might be the one that changes the world and you don't even know it yet. Remember, there is only one you that has ever been, and there is only one you that will ever be. So be you and be strong. Join us today at leadupforwomen.com. The White House doctor makes house calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at leadupforwomen.com. Now, back to this week's show. All right, listeners, we are back. Uh, My name is Colleen Biggs, and I am the host of Lead Up for Women, Speak Up to Lead Up. And I'm joined again by my co-host, Dee Daniels. Yes, this is Dee Daniels, and I am the co-host here. We have had a wonderful show today, uh, starting out with Ashley Miller, Mm -hmm. and then moving on to Elizabeth Norris, who attended our luncheon last week in Scottsdale, Arizona. And now we are joined by two additional ladies who also joined the luncheon. We have Catherine, and we have Martha. Yes. So I would love for the two of you to say hi to our listeners. Hello. Hello. This is and, Catherine. Martha, and thanks for having please, us. Yeah. Please tell us a little bit about each one of you. Um, and we would love to learn more. Well, I'm Catherine Norman. And of course, I'm a local Scottsdale girl. And I currently do a number of things. I transitioned out of the healthcare industry Uh, Many years ago, I was an advisor with the University of Phoenix for about 15 years and transitioned out of that role. Of course, now that I'm more into the real estate investment side of the industry, I also worked uh, with Toastmasters, which is a international organization with about 352,000 members. Mm -hmm. And for the state of Arizona, which is our District 3, we have about 4,800 members. Last year, I served as the Spring Conference Chair which was an amazing experience of how we shared knowledge, the networking opportunities, as well as the leadership opportunities that we provide. And one of the things that I walked away with is just being able to share and understand there are so many individuals who can benefit from the 
incredible programs that we offer, especially with the new pathway programs that Mm -hmm. we offer. Mm. And the corporations that are currently members, we have about over 200 corporate clubs uh, in the state of Arizona, which is just amazing. Mm. So it's been just an exciting venture for me, and I currently serve as a district uh, area director Mm -hmm. for uh, the local district and it's it's just amazing. I'm actually scheduled for a conference uh, within the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. May seventeenth uh, and eighteenth is our conference, wow. and of course, I'm serving next week in a role where my division director. I'm on that committee. Mm. I will be a food chair for the conference. Oh, great. So I'm pretty excited. So I'm really busy. I'm really busy right now. So it's been an amazing journey, an amazing journey. And in terms of the things that I walked away with from today's conference, one of the things I loved about what they talked about is what would you tell your younger self? Mm. Mm. I loved that question. And I loved the responses from mm. be confident yeah be authentic wow. just the transparency of who you are know who you are and remember what you've accomplished and just look behind yourself I like that just look behind yes mm. I, mm. I mean that is something I will take with me and implement wow. Yeah. as I move forward in my leadership role. Yeah. Mm, that's awesome. Tell me how you felt about the energy in the room and the sisterhood. What, what did you feel when you were in the room? When you showed up, did you not know what to expect? Give, give us a little of maybe why you attended. Interesting story. I was at a previous conference, and I got a call from Martha. <laughs> he said, there's this amazing conference that we need to be a part of. And I said, sign me up. I really <laughs> wanted to be a part of it. And when she mentioned D, mm-hmm. yeah. I said, absolutely, because I'm a former, I'm formerly from Illinois, yeah. right. River Forest, and just knowing the work that she's done and how oh. Martha spoke of her, I immediately was attracted to wanting to be a part of something that I felt brought value. Mm-hmm. And it was an amazing experience. We had a great energy in the room. There were so many mm. uh, people with incredible knowledge yes. and expertise, and yeah. they shared that with us. Yes. And I absolutely enjoyed it. Mm. Wonderful. I enjoyed it. It Thank was amazing. I can't wait to get my subscription-based yeah. membership. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that with us. That's oh, it's, well. It means a lot to us yes, that, you know, that's why we do this. Yep, we provide yep, the platform right. so that you guys have the opportunity to learn and grow and i i love it martha that you called her up and said we we want to be part of this conference you have to go and that's what we're about too sisterhood no, you don't need to come alone. Grab your sister with you and yes. bring them along with She's you like, because on. it's 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 leaving that ladder down and, and, and pulling her up the ladder to say you're coming with me. I think yeah. this is going to be beneficial for both of us. That's exactly Absolutely. right. So, Martha, I would love to learn more about you because you are like the star of bringing people with you here, and it just sounds like you're such a respected person. I, I think it's just such an incredible opportunity when you know people like my sister and I and not say uh, anything that is not gratifying about her. I've been knowing her 
for over 20 some years and we worked in the entertainment industry for many years and I remember the days when I did photography. I opened my photography company, Martha Brock Photography, back in 1985 and it was through my sister Catherine and her husband at the time, Robert. He's passed Mm -hmm. on now. They saw my talent. Wow. And for Christmas, they gave me a present and it was a camera. And that camera led me into the industry that I met Dee and a lot of other people that are professionals. I went on to be one of the top photographers in Chicago with that. Now, Catherine had a place here and she had a mansion back in River Forest. I stayed in that mansion and I took care of her children. And while I was there with her uh, children, I took that as an opportunity to develop more of the area of media Mm. and in my photography area. Mm -hmm. And then I went on to meet Adasha Townsend, this young lady who worked for a local newspaper, and she started circulating my work. She and a person by the name of uh, Regina Brown Daniels. If anyone knows Regina, she is, at that time, she was the publicist for Whitney Houston. And as we began to moved through that industry. My photography work went everywhere. So then I moved to Arizona and (laughs) I have a new life now. And I do photography quite a bit, but it wasn't at the level of the media photography. But my sister, every time there's something that's going on, she wants me to go out and do more with what I'm doing. And I, I said to her, okay, I'll do it. And I just got back into it, and I'm feeling really good about what it is that I'm doing. And oh. I'm just here today when I put in the request for the tickets. I wanted to make sure that she was with me yeah. because I did not want to miss this great opportunity to mm-hmm. meet all of these women from all different areas of the professional world and just have a chance to interact with them. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was a great chance to see Dee again as well. I know. So this is just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, photography, it opens up so many uh, windows. It does. It's, it's, it's opened so many windows of opportunities for me. I've been able to photograph Michael Jordan. I have an infinite yeah. shot of him with his number 23 and on my negatives at the time it's been so long ago that I shot oh, yeah. that negatives. I was shooting with negative film I, mm, I remember and that I have mm-hmm. the number 23 which represents his his actual jersey n- uh, number and he right. bought it for his 34th birthday a wow. copy of that his mom did for his birthday and I felt honored with that and the only person I really wanted to photograph during that time was Oprah and I got that opportunity I was thinking it was November the 9th 2006 Mm -hmm. Uh, Mary J. Blige was performing at the House of Blues and Mm -hmm. I was the premier photographer I didn't know Oprah was going to be there and Mary in the middle of her show she, uh, she looks up into the balcony and she says I want you all to say hello to the number one talk show host Oprah. in the world. Yeah, Oprah Winfrey is here, you guys. Yes. And Oprah leaned over. Yeah, I had no idea. Shot. No, I didn't no. get the shot right then. At the end of the show, because I was the photographer for the show, sure. they asked me to come backstage. And right. I whispered to the guy who was taking me back. I said, you mind telling me who we're going to be photographing back here? He said, oh, by the way, it's going to be Oprah and Mary. I nearly hit the floor. Wow. And that is my other premiere shot because I thought I was leaving photography. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. So I said to God, 
God, if I could just get her on my canvas. So six months coming up to that time, I would have all these dreams about Oprah. I would be in the room with her. Yeah. And all of a sudden, she would just disappear. And then I would get there to an event, and she was gone already. And all I could see was the flashing lights. Mm -hmm. And people would ask me, yeah, Martha, you got that shot, didn't you? (laughs) But I was there late. I says, I don't know what happened. I must have missed the appointment. So that was God showing me that I would have that opportunity Mm -hmm. to photograph her. her. In the next six months, I got that opportunity. Mm -hmm. So it's been a great ride for me in photography. Yeah, Martha, I mean, she's anybody in Chicago. You say the name Martha Brock. (laughs) If they are anybody, uh, they will know exactly who we're talking about. And she mentioned uh, Regina Daniels, who's the wife of George Daniels. Yes. Uh, so, and, and like you said, uh, Regina was known as, as one of the top publicists. And then Adasha uh, Townsend, who, Adasha, I mean, today she's doing a lot in media. Yes. Um, uh, she has, what is it? I can't, I feel bad because I can't remember, but. Um, 312. Uh, 312. Entertainment. Uh, yeah, 312 Diva, I think it's something like that. But it's all about foods and, and she's always on television and, and she's doing something with the restaurant uh, guides and, and things like that. But these are all people that have done so much. And a lot of the younger photographers that came up, you know, really came up behind you and watching you with the work that you've done. And so I, I'm just so, when you said, D, I'm coming, when I learned <laughs> you were here, I was just so, my heart was just like warmed and I was, I'm so glad you ladies came. So, and we're going to do other things too. So it's, it's, you know, one of the things that I would share with young people, and I heard this in our session today uh-huh. from one of the ladies, I think her name was, uh, Deborah, Deborah Bateman. Yes. Deborah yes. said, it's important for us to be you. A lot of times people don't know how to be themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to be authentic. I think that was my takeaway, mm. to be authentic, yeah. be yourself. And I love the story that you told about Catherine, your sister, believing in you and giving you that camera, because sometimes that's all it takes is just another person believing in you that you can do it, even though you didn't have the confidence or thought that maybe that was the path you were going to take. Someone else did, and they saw it in you. And sometimes we don't see ourselves as well as other people see ourselves. Another reason why community is so important. You need someone sure. in your corner. You need people to believe in you and help have you along tribe. the way. Yeah. Woman mm-hmm. has to have yeah. a tribe, and, and that's true. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I know one of the things that I was looking at, I, I was somewhere in a doctor's office, and this doctor was doing this peace on me and they were just looking at me and they said just tell me a little bit about you and mm-hmm. as I began to retrospectively look at my life mm-hmm. every single segment of my life was about my sister who was there to help me to do something wow. and I got very teary because yeah. you're right Colleen we need people to be in our corner. Your souls are connected. Yeah. It's a sisterhood. Your souls it's are connected. Total sisterhood. There is something to be said when you connect with the soul with someone. And they wow. just, they see you. Mm-hmm. She sees you in, yes. differently than you see yourself. In Always that, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Wow. wow. That, thank you for being so vulnerable to share those stories with us. That is, uh, oh. it just warms my heart. And 
I know we're going to have your contact information uh, out there for our viewers, but uh, if someone wanted to get a hold of you, Catherine, is there a website or anything that you can share quickly with us? I'm actually an area director for Toastmasters, which mm -hmm. is a local chapter here in Arizona, okay, and uh, I can be reached at 81 at Toastmasters.com. Great. And, of course, uh, I can also be reached at uh, cnorman.mba at gmail.com. Perfect. Yeah. And then, Martha, how would someone reach out to you? If someone wanted to reach out to me, they can reach out to me via email, martha at marthabrockphotography.com, or they can go to my website, www.marthabrockphotography.com. Thank you, Martha. Yes. Thank you, Catherine, for sharing your, your stories. And thank you so much for joining us at the Scottsdale Luncheon. We have so many more luncheons coming up that around around the United States. So our next two luncheons, we're going to be in Atlanta, Georgia on May 22nd. And we're actually going to be at the Experience Engineering uh, conference uh, center in the conference room there uh, you can get all of our details are going to be on the uh, they're on the website now our we are going to have our newsletter out uh, before this show and that that newsletter will go out to all of our uh, everyone that is subscribed to a newsletter so if you haven't done that already please go out to www.leadupforwomen.com subscribe for the newsletter because we are going to have another a luncheon in May uh, 22nd in Atlanta, and then we're going to Philadelphia in June. Really excited about that one, and we're we're lining up a great great lineup. We already have a few women lined up for that uh, luncheon in Atlanta. Efsana Abri, she's an integral coach. She does a lot of personality testing and is a speaker. She's going to be there for that uh, Georgia luncheon, and we have some other women that are finalizing uh, what they're going to be bringing to the table. So if you haven't already gotten your seat uh, at the table for that luncheon, please make sure you do so. And if you have any questions or just want to reach out, you can always reach out to us at info at leadupforwomen.com. And then, Dee, do you want to let them know how they can reach us online? Uh, sure. Um, they can go to leadupforwomen.com to mm -hmm. the website. Yeah. Um, and that's also a good opportunity to go and uh, get a membership because you can go forward slash membership yes. uh, to get up with us. And then uh, also, did you talk about Twitter and uh, yeah, that? yeah, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn yeah. at Lead Up for Women. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're on, on all of those as well. And we are just about out of time today. So I want to close out to let you know that on next week's show uh, for May 8th, we're going to have um, Asana Abri there, the one that, uh, the lady that, who is joining us as an integral coach. And we also have Jeannie Davis. She's an author of children's books. She'll be joining us on the May 8th show. And for now, I just want to let all of you ladies know that please remember that you are the only you that has ever been and you are the only you that will ever be. So please try not to be anyone but you. Because you are at your best when you are just in the moment and being you. Dee, it's time for us to close today. Okay. You want to well, finish I'll, us up? Sure. I love Dee is over here. I'm always on the computer. And at least no one can see me this time, though. But no, I want to leave us with this. I say this every week now. Uh, be bold. Be fearless. Uh, live in the uncomfortable space in life. Let your voice change the world. Let your heart extend a friendly hand. You must lead up and there are times that you must lean back and pull another woman forward. And then I always tell women, you know, there are times that you're going to have to be a fixer and during those times do so, but make sure whatever you do, 
Hold yourself accountable just like you do the other women. Thanks, Dee. Don't forget to tune in next week on Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for another live show. Everyone take care and have a great week. Great week. Bye. Thank you for joining us for Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your hosts, Colleen Biggs and Dee Daniels, next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll talk more next week.